0: Everybody has flaws and dirty secrets, but it is recommended that you keep them to yourself. And the primary reason is that everyone except you is already so exhausted from their own flaws that they rarely have any patience left to handle your issues. The important thing is that we acknowledge these flaws and start working towards reducing their severity. It is overwhelming, but you know, it's pretty motivating because I know the curve is slowly going upwards. Today's episode is going to be about something that is really close and personal. Because of the recent issues our planet is facing, I have too much time at home. And I think I'll upload season 2 very soon as well. Anyway, I am currently learning how to balance in between what I show and what I am. Turns out, not everyone is fond of genuineness and reality. Turns out that money matters much more than I assumed and things that I laughed on before actually make sense to me. There is less gyan in this episode and more of tweaking little bad habits. We all have major flaws and sometimes even being aware of those flaws will not help you get rid of them. I am happy to share that I have figured out some solutions to some of the most common flaws I had in me and if there is anyone who is struggling with the same flaws, I want them to hear this episode out and see if they can get some help. So without wasting any further time, let's get started. This is Anshmera, and you are listening to the season finale of Take It Easy Flaw Number One. Thinking that everyone around you is selfish, betraying and insensitive and you are the only one who is facing such pain. Perception is a powerful attribute of our conscience and we've discussed this before that everything that happens around us in reality is just an incident. It is our perception in past experiences that gives it a positive or a negative tag. Perception allowed me to see what happened outside of me. What about the turbulence that existed inside of me? If I go back 2-3 to years, I can visualize myself blaming my loved ones for being rude or insensitive to me. You know, I used to think, oh, he just doesn't get it. You know, oh, they are all so cheap and stupid. Why are they so toxic to me? And all this self-talk skewed my perception about the people around me. And you know, it lacked empathy. The more I grew up, the more I assumed that everyone around me was extremely selfish and not trustworthy. And this made my life tougher than easy. Now comes the reality. No person who has ever done bad to you, thinks he has done bad to you. They just don't know it. And even if they know they are doing something bad, they most probably think that it won't affect you too much and you'll probably move on. Basically. Every single person takes decision from his own biased perception of reality and in some cases, there are some circumstances as well that forces that person to behave in a certain way. What might be offensive to you won't be offensive to the next person. But what about being rude or cheating or lying? Well, I've started to shift the way I perceive that as well. I'm gonna go a bit bit deeper into this. So sit upright and keep your phones to the side because what I'm about to tell you will completely change the way you see relationships and your friends and almost everything around you. Every single human being in your life is for a temporary period. And inside that human body is a soul that has come here for a very limited time. It is not necessary that all your friends and relationships are meant to be with you forever. You cannot be this selfish. You think that your partner is your partner, but in reality, it is two eternally alive souls meeting each other from some time. And once their time is complete, both souls would move on to the next thing. You cannot change this. And you know, I am not Anshmara. If you actually think about it, you are not what you think, and I am not actually Anshmara. Anshmara is a social construct given to my human body. My soul has been in this universe since the start. You, me, your parents, your pet, everything came into existence billions of years ago. Energy cannot be created and it cannot be destroyed. So you are made up of the same material that built galaxies and space. I'm not even exaggerating. And right now, my soul is spending its limited time in a human body that is named Anshmehra. Almost everything about my perception and beliefs have come from the society. Even the language I speak has been taught to me. You know, by other humans. It is not authentic to my soul. So when you see a person being extremely extremely horrible to you, it is not the person itself but that person's social construct. People do bad things out of greed, jealousy and lust. There's a difference between Anshmara and my soul. Anshmara is the meat suit I wear you know, with it, with his own issues, with his own family issues, with his own financial issues. But my soul is what's truly authentic and valuable to me. Therefore, when I hear someone tell me that, that guy said this about, your, about you, you know, he did this to you, he might do that to you, I don't feel bad anymore because of two reasons. One, it is not the person but the social construct. And this social construct is not original to the soul. It is influenced by your parents' your friends, the books you read, the experiences you have, and the circumstances that you're growing in. A child grown in a financially weak household or with a lot of trauma as a kid, you know, would have a different social construct than a person grown in a kingdom. But if you eliminate the construct and see the energy that runs that construct, you'll realize that all of us are made up of the same juice, the same juice that made stardust. Second reason is that everything is a part and parcel. Your friends will come and go and this is a fact. Therefore, appreciate your friends for the time that they are in with you right now. And you shouldn't feel the need to keep them with you forever. There's a difference in liking something and needing them. Needing something becomes a vulnerability. I need oxygen, okay? But I don't need, you know, carbonated drinks. And earlier I used to tell myself that I need a partner, that I need a lot of money, that I need fame. And all this drive is amazing till you develop a fear of losing it. So once you have a partner, you develop the fear of losing him or her. Once you get a lot of money, you develop the fear of losing it all. But once you know that you like all of it, but don't need it, the anxiety reduces. Flaw number two, blaming friends parents, and everything around you for a decision you took. People will put you in a spot where you are pivoted towards certain choices. And sometimes you yourself put yourself in a spot where you know that you aren't doing this for yourself, but for your parents or your loved ones. You think that it doesn't matter if it's not good for me, at least others would be happy. All this works well till a few years pass and you look back just to realize that you took a bad decision that's hurting you now. You go to your loved ones and crib about it, but all you get to hear is, Hey, wait, we never told you to do that anyway. Why are you crying about this now? Your eyes burst wide open because in your head, you were always doing things because you were influenced by others. And now all these others have held their hands high saying, Hey, we never pushed you to do anything. It was your call. Don't you dare blame us. Therefore, you have to make sure that if you take a decision, you own it. Even if you take it under the influence of others or for the welfare of others, don't blame external factors when you regret it. Stick to it and be proud of it. Mistakes are perfectly okay. Otherwise, do what you think is best for you. Because if you are in this to make others happy, you will always be disappointed. You can never make others happy. It is too big of a responsibility. Don't put yourself in a spot where you expect gratitude from others. Almost everyone is going to deny your favours after a certain expiry date. If you're doing good for someone, do it without any expectations of any return or don't do it at all. Write checks that you can cash, otherwise keep the pen in your own damn pocket. It feels great to help others, but if you gotta stop your brain, you know, I mean, you have to make sure that you don't have that expectation where people would thank you and think of you as a hero. You know, it's very tempting to think about yourself in that way, but just don't do it because it feels good right now, but in some time, it will bite you back. But of course, this is easier said than done. I also keep expectations all the time, but not like before. I appreciate if people help me back, but I no longer feel depressed when they don't support me the way I supported them. Flaw number three, making fun of other people's misery. I see 50 year se upar wale log making fun of 30 plus year olds saying that what are you even running for? Life is so much bigger than this. I see 30 plus year olds making fun of 20 plus year olds saying why are you chasing all these girls and depressed about a mini breakup? Life is so much bigger than this. And I see 20 plus year olds making fun of 10 year olds, saying, why are you chasing toys and video games? Life is so much bigger than this. What happens when you snatch away a toddler's favorite toy? He cries as if the world has ended. From what I am noticing, this pattern doesn't really change with age. It's just that kids grow up and their toys grow up with them. Now what are toys? They are things that help us pass time make us feel busy and less lonely. We don't need them, but consumerism makes us feel that we need them. There would have been times when you would see someone suffer because of something that seemed insignificant to you because you think that that reason is insignificant to you. So you know, you might make fun of a person who's crying because he didn't get more than 90%, because you've had an earlier before. And that never made you stressed. So why is this guy, you know, crying about getting 85, you know? And the reality is that everyone has different triggers. And we need to respect that. Everyone feels the same amount of pain. It doesn't matter, you know, if someone snatches your doll, your job, or even your industry. Everyone gets the same amount of pain because the problem itself is not big or small. That person's perception and emotions make that person big or small. In the bigger scheme of things, nothing is actually a problem. It is just progress in the realm of time, you know. And what matters is that we all must respect the pain others feel and not make fun of it, but teach them how to overcome it. Once a toddler realizes that it's okay to lose a toy, he slowly starts to apply this to other things in life. You will always feel pain. But once you understand how to fight it, things get easier. Now everyone learns at their own pace. Some kids learn how to fight at 18, some at 25 and some at 45. When you see someone cribbing about something you think is too silly, realize that you and that person are on different timelines of progress. You were also sensitive about something as a kid but you learned at a different pace. Everyone takes their own time. Flaw number 4 It's okay to be shy, sensitive, and awkward. I earlier used to feel bad about myself, thinking why I am not as cool as those guys. Why is my skin not this clear? Why is my clothing not that dapper? Why do I look like I'm 10 years younger? Why do I shut down in front of new people? And why do I feel so much pain at such little things? Why do I feel lonely so many times? Well, It turns out I'm not the only one and almost all successful artists and filmmakers and you know the biggest of people have been socially awkward and been through such pain. It is okay and now I tell myself to enjoy what I have rather than crying about what I don't. Once you start enjoying yourself and find things to do with your time, things do get better. All my podcasts, films and designs have come out of the fact that I stay away from most people. And it isn't because I hate them, I just don't feel comfortable easy. And you know, it depends from person to person. Apart from my team at Swiggy, Siddhant, Jagrit, Pranvat, and Karen in Bangalore, I barely feel okay with new people. I just shut down. I don't smile, I don't glow, I just exist, you know. And I just feel that I'm out of place. And, you know, when I'm in office or with Pranvat or Karen, I feel like I'm in place. I used to feel the same way when I was in college with Siddhant and Jagrath. Because I can open up without any judgments. Earlier, I used to think that something is wrong with me. Now I realize that it's okay being selective. If you're lonely, it's not because nobody wants to talk to you. Maybe you're just not approaching enough people. And that is also pretty okay. If you still think that, you know, you can improve yourself, then go improve. I am improving too. I have finally started working on my body and communication more than ever before and trust me, it helps. It helps to use all that time you have with you and it raises your chances of expanding your friend circle. It is okay to be shy, it is so so okay to cry and it is okay to feel sad or lonely. These are phases and they come and go. Don't punish yourself for being who you are. Be you. Period. Flaw number 5 blindly depending on your assumptions and luck the second i collect my attention and focus on on what i don't have i start feeling as i have the worst luck ever you know and the second i see what i have my luck suddenly you know looks better and sandeep maheshwari spoke about this in one of his videos we need to get rid of our assumptions and see everything that happens to us from a lens of positivity it genuinely changes your entire chemistry and your entire biology as well. And it's super tough, but it works. A year back, when I used to lose friends or lose competitions or lose money, I used to feel like something bad has happened to me. But now I just remind myself to quickly learn from this and notice if the universe is pointing me into a different direction. Sometimes, even after giving everything you have, you still feel... Like the big lofty universe blows you off track 1,897 miles away from where you wanted to be. And sometimes, it is where you really need to be. And as Steve Jobs said, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. I always try to limit the durations of these episodes because I want everyone to digest what I have to say slowly and properly. And just like you, I am struggling as well. But what's important is that we keep on moving towards growth and strength. Because of the sudden corona outbreak, I'm spending more time indoors. And that is why I'll be releasing the next season very soon. And season two is actually going to be pretty interesting. You know, I did not see all of that stuff coming. And we're going to talk about leaving college, entering jobs, finding PGs, dealing with brokers, learning how to gym, managing money, stocks, distractions, clubbing, partying, and so much more. It's going to be great. So this was Ansh Mehra. And you were listening to episode 30, season 1 of Take It Easy.